Hi everyone, my name is Tracy and welcome to the UK Mets podcast, Mets Across the Pod. Just a bit of a warning, this one may turn a bit sweary and a bit ranty, but please bear with us. Joining me tonight, we have Les, David and Joe. Hi you guys. Hello. Hello. <laughs> that was nice. That was, that was nice. <laughs> and this edition may be a little bit shorter than normal, but unless we end up going off on one of our weird tangents, which will probably happen. But today's topics are trades and tickets. Yeah, tickets. There's a big one. <laughs> oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> Looking forward to talking tickets. I'm yeah. sure you are, my dear. I'm sure <laughs> you are. So, the uh, epic trade has literally just been confirmed. The paperwork's done, the physicals are done, and the press conference is happening tomorrow. Well, as we air, it'll be tomorrow. It might not be tomorrow when you're listening to it, but it, it's tomorrow. So we get $20 million, Robinson Cano and Edwin Diaz. And the Mariners get Jay Bruce, Anthony Swarzak, Jared... Ke- I'm going to go with Kellenick. <laughs> yeah, it's good. close enough. <laughs> yeah. Justin Dunn and Gerson Batista. What do you think, guys? Oh. Who's going first? You go first, Les. Right. Uh, well, last week, I sort of nearly fell off my chair when I heard that Robinson Cano may be coming to the Mets. Uh, I still sort of stand by that, but I've been sort of looking at it in the last week or so, and I'm actually quite positive about this trade. Uh, I think his leadership may be a questionable. He, like, last year, he had what? He played 80 games, so he basically had half a season last year, and he hit over 300. So I'm just worried about his age, uh, over 35. Uh, guys sometimes tend to just drop off cliff at that age. Uh, <laughs> so I'm kind of I'm hoping he stays on the cliff. But I think the move is good because we've got rid of Jay, Jay Bruce, we've got rid of that bad contract. Uh, uh, Swarzak, I was I kind of wanted him to hang around for another season, but uh, to, to get uh, the closure that we got... Uh, I think that's just an excellent move. I've heard about bone spurs in his arm, but I'm told that's not going to be an issue. Mm. Uh, but we will remain to be seen because, like, obviously we know the Mets history with injuries in the last few years. Well, he passed his physical, so it can't be that concerning. Yeah, let's hope so. Uh, but definitely, I think, a positive move. The people's going on about us giving up these... Uh, prospects and so on. That doesn't really concern me so much because... You never know what they're going to become anyway. I mean, their, their arms could fall off next season before they even get near the major league level. <laughs> uh, although they do trend quite well, I think there was a three and four or four and five rated prospects in the organisation. But prospects come and go. It doesn't really concern me. I think what we need to be concerned about is right now who can win for the Mets right now. And I think this trade makes us better today than we were, say, on Friday. Joe, what do you think? Well, I was listening to all you guys in your last podcast as an audience member this time, and you and that you all were quite negative about it to begin with, weren't you? But I think everyone's warming to it a bit more now. Yeah, I was very um, negative at the start. Yeah. yeah, but I'm quite excited to see what Diaz is like because I've not seen much of him, but I've read quite a lot of his stats and things, and he sounds quite an exciting closer, doesn't he? So that that could be something we've really needed, as opposed to worrying too much about Kano, but getting the closer and Diaz is quite seems quite a good deal to me. I'm quite excited to watch him. Um, but mm. I did love Bruce, though, just to say. I've got his name <laughs> on my jersey, so what am I going to do with that now? <laughs> yeah. That's eBay. Uh, yeah. yeah eBay. 
I can't peel it off, can I? Well, no, that just ruins it. It just ruins it. See if any so Marilas like... fans want to snap it up. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got dozens of jerseys of ex-players that uh, never amounted to anything, so... That's the trouble, isn't at least, it? At least he amounted to stuff. <laughs> yeah, true. I did love so it just... for a bit, but... I'm, I'm just going with UK Mets and my jerseys from now on. That's a good shout. I'm going to do that next time, definitely. We should get our own squad numbers as well. Squad numbers, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's for another podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a whole new topic just invented there now. <laughs> God, can you imagine? It, it'll go along with our walk up songs and Joe's stat, not David's stat anymore, but Joe's stat. Yeah. We're not doing that today, right? So I have a no. one. No, we don't. <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd just spring that on you, Joe. <laughs> I'd have to make I'd have to make one up and see if anyone believed it. <laughs> so, David, what are your thoughts on the trade? Uh, well, yeah, I like it. I mean, obviously, uh, it's it's a short term go for it now um, fix for the Mets, isn't it? Um, I was looking at Kalenic, if we're going with that pronunciation, um, and yeah, he looks really good. And that is a concern because while it's a great, great deal now, in about two, three years' time, we could be ruining uh, the day we got rid of him. Um, but yeah, uh, as you say, prospects, Les. I don't know. I, I was trying to liken it to to football. Um, a few years back, well, quite a few years back, I went and saw um, Chelsea play Arsenal reserves, uh, and there was a young lad called David Bentley in that who was going to be the next big thing uh, for Arsenal. And um, I was just wondering if we'd we'd got rid of him then, the Arsenal supporters would have been up in arms um, because he was the going to be the next thing. But obviously, what happened to David Bentley? I mean, he did he did a little little spell at Arsenal and he did a little thing for Tottenham, but he never turned out to be what he was supposed to be. So I'm working in a bar in Spain now, isn't he? Oh, there you go. So I mean, I'm not. I'm just using him as an example that you just never know. You just never know what's what's going to happen. So at the moment, we've just got to embrace what what this deal's given us and see if we can go for it and try and get some more more signings. Uh, I think for uh, for the start of the year. Yeah, prospects. I mean, they are so up and down as to how they turn out. Uh, like we traded Scott Casimir a few years back. I think it was to Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. uh, and he turned out okay. And that was probably one of the the most notable prospects that we've traded in recent years, mm-hmm. but. Through that, we got players in that did actually win then, so hopefully that does the same here. Yeah, uh, he's just got to follow that up now because it's no good just doing that um, on their own. It doesn't really. You need we need a catcher. Um, we uh, we need. Um, well, I don't know. There's still talk of um, uh, clubber, clubber, and uh, <laughs> I always get that wrong. And uh, and still there's still talk of Harper um, yes. buzzing around. So I don't know. Yeah, that Harper, I think that makes it more interesting with this trade, that that makes it this maybe more likely, because I'm sort of feeling that they've made this trade to save money and free agency to go after Harper. To, to, to go after something big. Yeah. Would we uh, still get Thatcher as well, though, do you think? That mm. may come in a trade. If we decide to trade Syndergaard, that's maybe the kind of direction we'll go to try and pick up a catcher there. Although uh, the Cleveland catcher's out now because he's gone to Washington. Yes. Uh, so I don't know what kind of moves they will maybe make, whether they'll maybe try and get, uh, maybe they'll go free agency with a catcher as well. But uh, the Syndergaard situation may be the most unique or most intriguing now for the next few months or a few weeks. It seems to get more likely every time you read something, doesn't it, about the whole Syndergaard trade? Well, yeah. Club is apparently after a minimum of a six year deal, which is a big commitment. 
and yeah. apparently they want Syndergaard and possibly Lagares as well. That sounds all right to me. <laughs> I'm easily pleased. Yeah, well, see, Lagares has. Uh, I'm actually surprised it's Lagares they want, and not somebody like Conforto or yeah, or, Nemo. Um, or Nemo, because Lagares has been an injury plagued career. I know. Uh, like every, every year he seems to just fall over something and breaks mm. his toe. <laughs> yeah. Every year. Yes. <laughs> just before... What? Sorry, go ahead, Les. No, go ahead, Tracy. I'm just going to ask you what your thought was on it. Um, I'm warming to the idea. It'll be interesting to see what they do with the $20 million. Do they keep it as an offset against Cano's wages, which are going to be pretty high? Or do they invest it in um, a trade or, I don't know, what else could they invest it in? Free beer. Hey. Free. <laughs> For us, after yeah. today. Yeah, need, need it after it. today. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they'll do with that. I mean, I suppose it's going to take a bit, well, he's definitely going to have to fill the boots of Cespedes for a while as well, isn't he? Because it's going to be a while since he... Until he reappears on the horizon. If we see Cespedes before the All-Star break, we'll be very lucky, if at all, mm, in 2019. Mm. I, I forget he plays for us sometimes. Yeah, yeah I've, I've basically just written him off as gone now. Mm. Uh, even if he does come back at his age, can he come back fully? Although, if we are in a race and he does, say he comes back this year, or sorry, next year, and does what he did in 2015 when he came in in the trade, mm. uh, that could propel us a long way. It could, but as with any deal, it's not a thing until it's a thing. No. Exactly. And it's, there's so many ifs and buts about these things. I mean, every time you read a new article anywhere or any blog or uh, newspaper, it's everybody's got a different opinion on this, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. Personally, I'm positive about it now. I wasn't at the start when at I first heard about it. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, think it, I think it's really positive to see our Commander-in-Chief, Mr Van Wagnen, um, making quite an aggressive move very, very early in his uh, career. Mm. Yeah, he'll live and die with these moves. Oh, definitely. Yeah. He will. We'll stay, posi- we'll stay positive, though, eh? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. That's all we have left, yeah. positivity. <laughs> Let's have a bit of happiness today. We're positive. It's going to work out. Oh, yes. Well, just before the trade, I did a, a little Twitter poll. 32% of the respondents thought we were getting a bargain. 28% were left asking why we did it, with 40% feeling indifferent. Mm. I think that probably pretty much gauges the entire uh, public and media out- or what they've been saying about this, because uh, as, as you say, you read different things and you hear different things from everybody has got a different opinion on it. Yeah. It's it's very uh sort of say fifty percent where this is going to be good or bad, and it's only gonna be with what happens on the field in twenty nineteen to whether this trade works out for us or not. Well one of our Twitter followers at Adam Port said that you have to give to get on the face of it is a good deal to get two guaranteed quality players and get rid of two bad contracts. Well you see that's that's exactly my thought on it. I mean, that was yeah, yeah mm, a good show. Definitely. Yeah. But our mate at Frosty Potter eighty nine, Thomas, <laughs> good old Frosty Potter, back oh, again. <laughs> would like to know if we think we've overpaid, and has there been an overreaction to giving up to Kellenic? Kellenic, Kellenic. Oh, 
don't know. <laughs> is it fair? I think probably an overreaction uh, because everybody sort of is waxing wax lyrical about prospects. But like I say, it's, it's completely unknown. You don't know. He might get to triple A burnout and that's it. He might not even get that far. Or he could become a great major league player. It's just it's just so up in the air. But right now, with the pitching rotation we have, we need to be thinking about winning now. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, exactly. I agree as well. Because we never remember the seasons when you nearly make it, do you? You, just, you remember the seasons where you actually win something. Yeah. I mean, if, we, if we've got a chance of that next season, I say we go for it and not don't worry too much. Yeah, I mean, we've got this, this window two, three years uh, still with uh, the Grom and possibly Syndergaard. Uh, so, yeah, we need to go for it. Yeah, I personally would not like to see a trade with Syndergaard. I want to keep that rotation. I know it hasn't produced so far, um, but there is still the potential for that rotation to give us a massive year next year if they can all stay. That's the thing, if they can all stay uh, healthy. And with the added power. But do we think, and can Matt's do something next I year? I hope so. That's the thing. Yeah, I think Matt Sandwheeler will be very, I think they had a positive second half. And I think we'll be good coming through the uh, next year as well. Yeah, I think Wheeler got better as he went on. And I think Matt's ended up very frustrated with not getting the run support. And that sort of led to some silly mistakes. Um, but I'm really hoping they have like a real breakout year next year. Which is kind of the reason uh, for these moves now, is to get that run support. Uh the main problem we had last year was not supporting uh, DeGrom, who could have had 20 wins easily, if not more, uh, with run support. If making these moves now gets us that run support, and even if trading Syndergaard, as much as I hate to say it, gets his uh, extra bats in the lineup, yeah. but I think I'll come down to free agency and where Harper goes, if he comes to the Mets or if he goes somewhere else, as to what, how do they approach that next? Yeah, and we've got a closer now. So if we do get, um, get in a position where we, we can save a game, um, that's worth a, f- a few few wins now with Diaz on board. Yep, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, we're going to win it, guys. We're gonna well, that's it. it. We're in danger of convincing ourselves of that. Easily <laughs> <laughs> done. Positive tonight. I know. I know. I thought I'm trying to keep something light because it's going to get dark. In the <laughs> <laughs> that leads us nicely on to our next section, Joe. <laughs> Just. Again, to warn our listeners, this may get very sweary, very ranty, because <laughs> we've all had one of those days. So, we'll start off with a positive. Joe, how was your ticket experience? Well, mine wasn't too bad, but I think, I think it's like most people, it was more luck than anything else that I managed to get three Sunday tickets, but I had three different screens open, and it was actually my phone that worked, nothing else worked and I clicked on a random link and there they were but it the whole thing was a lottery I think basically which is completely unfair um and yeah I know some people have more success than others and now we can look at StubHub or we can look at Viagogo whatever it's mm. called and see all our tickets at face value have suddenly tripled or quadrupled or even more much more which yeah. just takes the bleep <laughs> well I saw um a piece that Les posted on Facebook with a reporter saying that she'd seen tickets with a face value of £100 selling for £1,300 on a resale that's site. That's a joke. Yeah, that's a joke. I'm just going to go bleep for the rest of this podcast. 
So, David, what are your thoughts, feelings, experiences? We're just talking about the, the StubHub thing. I, I, I went on to StubHub, and there's another one. I can't remember the name of the site. But, uh, yeah, some of the premium £385 tickets were on there for um, 6700 now. Um, so, yeah, well done, MLB. Who pays that? I mean, who actually pays that for a ticket? Yeah, it might, they, I'm not saying they're going to go for that, but uh, that's what they're up for. But chances my, are somebody made. My <laughs> theory is that someone's bought one of those weekender tickets that was offered for the season ticket holders, and they're using that to offset against their airfare. Yeah, that could be true, couldn't it? That's stupid. And the fact that you could buy eight tickets. I mean, you might have a big family, but the likelihood of any one person ever wanting eight tickets in one go, the only the only thing that's going to happen there is you're going to keep two for yourself, maybe, or three, and the rest, you know where the rest are going, don't you? Straight onto the other websites. Any more thoughts, David? Uh, yeah, well, like you, um, I sat down at 10 o'clock uh, out here in the office and uh, got my Ticketmaster page up, ready to go. Uh and we got we all got the blue wheel of death, as you said, um, <laughs> spinning around for ages. And it was only through pure chance. One, someone uh, interacted on our Twitter account saying that they, through pure luck, went on to sort of moan at MLB and found went on their link there and uh, managed to get in. And that's what happened to me. I, was, I saw some of the alerts coming up on my phone and I thought, um, I'll, I'll follow that twitter account uh link and i got straight in um i'm not saying i got tickets straight away that way but at least i was able to sort of start searching for them but it, it was it was offering me the, the premium sites and i managed to then get onto the 60 pound seats uh and it just was giving me nothing uh, i got i got returned down for six tickets I tried again got turned down for four tickets tried again got turned down for two tickets because by now we're talking it's like nearly 10 to 11 mm. And the and the the spinning wheel on my uh, computer uh, disappeared about ten forty, and I was able to start searching on there. Um, so by then I'm, like, I'm pulling my hair out, I'm fuming, um, but I did manage to get one ticket in the end for the Sunday, um, one of the hundred and twenty pound tickets, and, and that's it. So yeah, pretty pissed off. <laughs> Dare I ask this, but Les, what was your experience? <laughs> How do you feel about it? <laughs> Beep. <laughs> that's it. Beep, beep, beep. Is that <laughs> no, your summary? That's my summary. <laughs> uh, well, I just like the rest of these went on at 10 o'clock or just to try and see what happens. Uh, the spinning with a death. I just sat there for ages, just refreshing and then trying different windows and so on. And it just so happened that I noticed on our own admin WhatsApp uh, that Joe had posted about the link from the Major League Baseball Twitter. So I clicked on that and managed to get straight in. Now, I got the ticket, was up to the checkout stage, and then it put me back out again. As After I put all, all the details in, uh, credit card and so on, puts me back out again. This happens two more times. Uh, the second time, it's because it told me my credit card was already saved, and then I couldn't use that one, which I couldn't understand. So back out, I went again. <laughs> Uh, eventually, on the fourth attempt, I managed to secure one ticket for the Sunday uh, on the £60 seats, which must have been some other poor guy somewhere has just put it out and I managed to pick up his. But that just seems to be a completely random uh, 
I, I don't even know what how, how they work out how they do this or the computer where well, it's just a computer system that's just can't cope with it, which I'd imagine is the case. Uh, I noticed on uh, Twitter, Ticketmaster was apologising that there was a high volume of people. Like, no shit, Ticketmaster, really. <laughs> I know how many people signed up for the pre-reg. Even if only 50% of those then went on to try and buy tickets, even attempted, didn't even get to the checkout stage, that's still a hell of a lot of people. Yeah. Mm. And you thought by now, uh, after all these years that Ticketmaster's been going, they've figured this shit out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm highly pissed off because I didn't get anything. Um, yeah. But I'm with the 53%, no, sorry, 47% of people that responded to our Twitter poll weren't able to get tickets out of 178 votes that were casted. Wow. So that's, say, half the, half the community yeah. be yeah. able to get tickets. And when you think that loads of people were on Twitter today, I was following it quite closely while I was sat there for two hours waiting for something to happen on Ticketmaster. And they're all saying it's a farce, it's a joke. They should have anticipated this kind of demand because of how many people signed up. Um, And now what's really annoyed me is that um, MLB London have come forward today saying oh don't worry there'll be tickets available every single level come thursday when it doesn't make any sense yeah, yeah what's the point of pre-sale then why well, bother with pre-sale mm. it is to make it all complete free for all because <laughs> that's insane and when there's people like there's um i can't think of his twitter handle he's the bosox uk fan who's been a Botox fan for 20 years and couldn't get a ticket. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and that's what makes me angry, is that families like yourself, Tracy, who wants to take, uh, make your husband and your kid down to London yep. uh, to, to see baseball, and that's what baseball's based on, is families, fathers, sons, mothers, daughters, uh, and that's how you build a legacy of baseball. That's it was. That's what they said at the yeah. press conference as and, well, And that's it? how baseball was built in America, let alone here. Yeah. Uh, for hand down from father to son over the years, for like 125 years or 50 years the game's been gone. And uh, it annoys me that you're you're in there trying to get a ticket or trying to get three tickets. But while you're trying to do that, there's already Muppets has got their tickets going on uh, StubHub yeah. for like four times the value before we've even completed uh, a checkout phase and uh, even if you did get a ticket. Yeah. And they're going on other websites. That's insane. And they're buying eight as well. Probably buying eight or something as well, because they're going to sell most of them. Yes. Takes the Nick. Because when you're given an allocation, that's what really takes the bleep, is when they <laughs> they say that, you know, you can you can have a maximum of eight across the two games. Okay, fair enough. But I only managed to scratch one. One mm-hmm. on a pre-sale. It's just disgusting, really. Well, it's like you say, what was the point in even having a pre-sale if they're going to reserve some of the tickets for general sale? Mm. Do you not think they do it just to build up a stupid frenzy so people end up forking out loads more than they have to and £20, whatever the service charge crap is. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, cause panic. Was it Tom Pringle, uh, Backflips and Nerds, went in for a £385 ticket and they wanted to charge him 20 quid handling fee? What is that so I for? Think you're 
And uh, that's I think the convenience uh, of using Ticketmaster. Mm. Mm. You don't get it delivered by like David Ortiz on a silver carriage then or anything like that. Just get it, yeah, yeah, get it. yeah, I'd pay 20 quid for that. Yeah, easily. Just that's worth 20 quid. Yeah. <laughs> or you printed it home for it that. <laughs> yeah, it's just what is that? It's, who knows? <laughs> Even StubHub has fees, but they're not that high. No. I don't want Aaron Judge on a horse coming <laughs> to my front door with a ticket yeah, yeah. for what? 20 quid. And then taking you to the game on said horse. Yeah. Yeah, that was just up my street. <laughs> I've been very kindly um, offered a way of, of possibly getting uh, some tickets for this Saturday game come the, the general sale. And, you know, I, I, I kindly said thanks ever so much for the offer, but... Um, I'm not going to put any more money MLB's way uh, for that guy. I'd rather take my money to the community meetup and spend some beers and have on a Saturday now than actually go to the, the game. So uh, that's what I'm going to do with my money now. It would be interesting to watch that press conference back, you know, that initial one they did, just to go over what how they were selling it again. Because mm. I don't think it's quite turned out how they're expecting at this stage in terms of how people are feeling about it. I'm sure come the day, everyone's going to be happy again-ish. But... Oh, yeah. Yeah, sports sold it a bit, isn't it? At this stage, it'll blow over the same as the uh, the, the initial price of the tickets. Uh, I mean, even that was insane. Uh, fair enough. I knew that the, the cheap tickets would be about thirty quid, and I knew the dear tickets would be in the three hundreds, close to four hundred. But it's all the ones in between. I mean, hmm. down the file polls, what was it, two hundred and twenty quid for, at the file poll? Yeah, the imbalance. It wasn't right, was it? There needed no. to be more cheap yeah. tickets. That, that was way off. And what was one hundred and twenty for the bleachers? Uh, it's the the pricing alone was insane, and that's like double. That's even double what a, a, a major league, a proper major league ballpark is for yep. those particular areas. What uh, decent views, you mean? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> decent views, exactly. Proper sight lines. I mean, I wasn't hmm. I wasn't shocked about the range of ticket prices. We all we were all expecting that. It was just the quantity of the the yep. lower lower end ones, which was the shock. Um, yes, people are always going to pay. You'll pay more to sit right behind home plate, won't you? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's just that, what that's, you do. That's but, a given. Yeah, but otherwise, you're not going to spend a fortune to sit in the equivalent of the bleachers, are you? Imagine if this was the New York Mets playing um, uh, in in 2019. Hmm. Tracy, you'd be beside yourself now, wouldn't you? I mean, it's just I, disgusting. I would be crying and ranting even more than I have been today. <laughs> There must be Maybe. some, I mean, there, there are, there will be some really disappointed Yankees and Sox fans out there yeah. uh, today, and I do feel for them. Uh, and also, if this was the Mets, uh, chances are the Wilpons would have got blamed for the whole damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> they may yet, they may yet, who knows? <laughs> well, it's like people that aren't fans of the Yankees or the Bo Sox, they want to go to be part of what is history for mm -hmm. the MLB in the UK to see people that they've met through Twitter, Facebook, um, podcasts, blogs, things like that, and, and see the faces behind the identities and get to know these people on a more personal mm -hmm. level. And I wanted to do that to just soak up the atmosphere. Even if I paid 30 quid, I could still walk around the stadium. Yeah. Yep. And that, that's, that was my whole uh, plan from the outset, just get the cheapest ticket because I'm just going to hang out. Not so much for the games, but just to hang out, meet the community, meet other people that I've been talking to on Twitter, uh, and get a beer, that kind of thing. That that's what it was for me. Or is mm. uh, yeah. 
but the the UK MLB community has been fairly united in its well, this is shit attitude. At least, at least this at least there's one kind of positive that shows you how many people there are here that care. Yes, because it was quite yeah, fairly absolutely. quiet before, but this has certainly brought everyone out. You know, with real strong opinions. They want to go and experience it, don't they? So at least there's one kind of positive. In- <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just mm-hmm. glad that there's like clutching at straws. Um, the MLB UK meetups that are going to be happening at the same time as the London series for those that can't make it to the series. So they have an alternative that isn't going to cost them a kidney, a child and the right arm. <laughs> they will be well attended. Yeah, and Dave Shaw's already been on the ball and I think he's got three days booked at Belushi's already. Yeah, yeah Belushi's so on has. the bridge yeah. for the Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, those will be epic. Yeah, apparently they've got all of downstairs booked, which means nothing to me, but I'm sure it means something to someone. All of downstairs, yeah, that's that's a big area. Yeah, that's what they've said, and they're pretty much got free reign to do whatever they want. So. That will be cool because that's a nice, um, it is a nice area downstairs, um, and there's screens everywhere and little private booths, and hmm. yeah, we could record so either, we, we could, even if you're only going for one game, you can like go to one of those the other day, couldn't you? And just yeah. hang out and yeah. stuff. That was my thing, and probably go there on the Saturday. Mm. Like, Dave, you're planning to do that. So. That's it. That's where we'll be on the Saturday, definitely, Les, I think. Mm. And then Sunday, I think we're all going, Paul Tracy, uh, on the Sunday. So um, Yeah, just rub it in a bit more, Tra- why don't you? No, Tracy, you're going to be there. You're going yeah. to sort some it somehow, yeah. I'm sure. Are you trying again on Thursday, Tracy? I, I don't know at the moment. I'm still too annoyed with everything at the moment to consider it and do it, do it, do it. I'm yeah, probably, you've got to give it a go. I mean, I probably will. <laughs> but I am at work first thing Thursday morning, so we'll see. Yeah. Um, I just couldn't face that wheel of death or doom, whatever you want to call oh it again. God, yeah. But that's the thing. They said, oh, it opens at 10 o'clock and then like 12 minutes past 10 or 10 past 10, whatever it was, they emailed and tweeted, oh, yeah, use this link. Yeah, and what's the point of that? I mean, yeah. why not just use the website? I mean, it's going to be open on the website, then open it on the website. Yeah, we're all <laughs> thinking we're doing the right thing by going straight onto the web, getting the website ready uh, and fired up, and it turned out to be the worst thing we could have done. Yeah. Yeah, because um, I don't know if you saw that uh, Tom from Batflips and Nerds was live um, Yeah broadcasting on twitter going it's still doing it, it it's <laughs> still spinning <laughs> is anybody else having this Are we everyone? yeah the entire community but why couldn't they have made the site properly live from 10 o'clock when they'd advertised that and they, i think i think they probably did the problem was that so many people were trying to go on all at once uh and that's where the it got all clogged up, I guess. Some I don't know how that stuff works, but hmm. that's yeah. the only thing I can think of. But you would have thought they'd learn from NFL's mistakes mm-hmm. and sort of, I don't know. I don't know how you streamline it more. But I never the... even, I never even seen the NFL having this problem. But with so many uh, people reselling their tickets on StubHub, I know there's a, there's a certain that happens to a degree, but not to the level that it's happening with this. Because, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like every for every one take of bought, there seems to be four in StubHub. Well, like I say, I've seen tickets ranging between eight thousand and thirteen thousand pounds on StubHub. 
And let's say, for example, uh, these tickets don't sell on StubHub. And mm-hmm. obviously, near the time, they'll have to reduce their prices if they want to shift them at all. But imagine like half of these still don't sell. Are we looking at like a, a two-thirds empty or a one-third empty stadium or only two-thirds full stadium or a half-empty stadium come uh, game day? Mm. Well, I'm Don't moving sell. seats sure if will. that's the case. <laughs> we can <laughs> yeah. end up behind the plate before you know it. Come <laughs> <laughs> orange like the Marlins yeah. man. Apparently he's going. I've, I'm sure I saw on Twitter that he was going. Hmm. Well, he might, maybe he's got a spur. He usually does yeah, come right, on, Marlins man, if you're listening, hit us up. Tweet him, Tracy. <laughs> Tweet him. And I wonder, did he get? I wonder, did he get behind home plate? Well, that's where he normally yeah, goes. So. How, how does he get? To, well, he obviously goes on to stop hop and gets tickets that way. Most well, of those the time, tickets but... were available, weren't they? When I first got in, you could get those. Yeah, because that was actually all it was kicking out to me the first time I came in. The default. Yeah. That was the default setting, wasn't yeah. it? The most expensive, yeah. best yeah, when available. When I figured that out and started going on the <laughs> the seats I wanted, yeah, but yeah, they, so they were there. I just wish. Yeah, because it, it did offer me a £320 seat. I was like, sorry, but no. <laughs> no, that's ridiculous. The insanity of this has just been mind-boggling. Yeah, because be um, Paul Blackwood at, I'm going to, AA Lukey Boy on Twitter I've been beyond excited since the game was announced, truly gutted in a second at the greedy ticket robbery. Two trips to City in 2014 cost less than going to two to MLB London. I'll catch it on TV instead. Yeah, I think he's just summed up the feelings of most people there, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, did, did they have a report on the news in the end, on the London one? Does yes, they did. It was on, uh, I shared it to our Facebook page. So have a look there mm-hmm. for it. But it's it's uh, just sort of a one minute, 30 second report. It's basically just telling this story as we are. Uh, yeah, if you are on Facebook and want to find us, uh, if you search for UK Mets online and you'll find us there and Les has posted a link, uh, a video clip on there that shows what's being broadcast on, I think it was, was it Five Live? Uh, it was London. I was on the Five Live uh, Facebook page. Uh, it was a London TV, ATN London or something that actually showed the, the yeah. clip. Yeah. Well, that that's the reporter we were talking to on Twitter earlier, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 But I think it could have been handled a lot better, um, particularly by MLB because they've not seemed to be very apologetic or anything. And one other thing that has annoyed me is that they make out that it's for the development of the great game, for introducing the game to UK fans, for growing the game in the UK, and then they they run it like that. If they really meant that, that this series would be uh, accessible to families. I mean, we just saw the price alone, if you managed to get tickets. Tracy, if you managed to get your tickets today, you're paying upwards of 200-odd quid. Yeah. And that's only if you get the cheaper ones. I mean, God knows what you're paying if you end up with the other ones. I mean, you're looking at four or five hundred quid, and if you have to get accommodation in London or flights or, tr- or traveling in, uh, this goes to the guts of five, six, seven hundred quid. I almost go to New York for that. <laughs> so... I live near Sheffield, so a train from Sheffield to London is probably sixty pounds each return. 
then we've got to pay for hotel. Um, then you've got the cost of the tickets and the Ticketmaster fees and the print at home fees and whatever else fees they want to add to it. <laughs> yeah, and charge delivery fee. Oh yes, but and then there's things like food, drink. Um, we probably want to pick up some merchandise. It it really really does add up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean you're looking at the cuts of a thousand quid if you're buying a t-shirt, a cap, or whatever. No, if, it, if it was if it was the Mets, I would do it. Yeah, See, that's my feeling on it as well. If it's the Mets, you're going to go all out, which actually scares me because I may have to uh, get a mortgage afterwards <laughs> to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if it was a team that I cared about, that I was passionate about, I would I would make the extra effort. Mm. But in, in my case, and I'm sure other people's case that are listening to this podcast, it's not the teams that they're passionate about it's the experience yeah if that makes sense yeah Yeah, absolutely because i mean it was uh like it's historic uh major league baseball games in london i mean that's historic i know we had them back in the 90s like my mets were over in the 90s uh they played at the oval but this is the first proper big league series and when you think about um, emerging technologies in the 90s compared to now yeah. it, the game is a lot more accessible to people and the fan base is a lot more communicative because we've got Twitter, Facebook Instagram and all the rest of it where we can talk to people that are as passionate about the game and our teams as we are Yeah and, and that's part of the reason why I wanted to go was the fact that uh, we have this community now Just yeah. as I said before just to meet, these, to meet everyone well, if you saw it last night on Twitter, you might not want to <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to interject slightly, guys. Yeah. Have mm-hmm. you got another, you've got another live breaking news moment on the podcast. Oh, oh have we? Oh, have we, we St. Harbour? The deal is done. We have got uh, that, all that trading stuff through with Diaz and Cano and all that bunch of... Right. It's official. Yeah, it's official. We threw in Thor as well, David, as well. Sorry? We threw in Thor as well. Oh, no, don't say that, for God's sakes. I was just, I was just trying to see if I could find the, the, the news on it. But yeah, that's great. Oh, yeah, there we see. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Breaking news. So there we go, people. Breaking news live on UK Mets. Yeah. Mets if we had a yellow part. banner, it would be up now. <laughs> Why would it have to be yellow? Because that's what they do on Sky Sports News when something breaks is on air. Oh, uh, brainless. We, we'll, we'll get an orange and blue one. Just be different. Right, people imagine an orange and blue banner saying breaking news flashing upon your screen right now. <laughs> yeah. There's the uh, picture of um, Justin Dunn, Swarzak, Kalenic, Bruce and Bautista. Bruce. In their Bye, mariners' Bruce. caps and tops. Oh. Is it a superimposed? Is it like I, a fake picture or a real it's, picture? It's, it's, it's going to be a superimposed. But, um, <laughs> I love those. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> looks, it looks the real deal, but yeah. Did you see the... Um, the New York Post picture that I tweeted about earlier, they superimposed Robbie Cano's head onto the body of Ligares. And the reason you oh, could yes. Ligares, um, Reyes. And the reason you could tell is because he had the number seven wristband on. Oh, okay. <laughs> they love that, do that, don't they? They do. <laughs> but not not being funny, I know that they are both players of colour, if you will, but they're different colours. <laughs> Yeah. 
No, but they are different shades, and you can you can tell from the picture that it is really badly photoshopped on. Yeah, why do they do that? Yeah, it's just like the because you actually, you don't have to. We, we can all get if he's wearing a mariner's cap. That's fine. <laughs> we, we can we can live. We can suffer that for another day. <laughs> well, we've got the press conference tomorrow. That that could be interesting. Yeah, and I think they're dusting off number twenty four for Robinson Cano again. That's right. I saw that. Yeah, and just mm. uh, we don't have the uh, Joe's fact of the week, but I'll throw in this one. Robinson <laughs> Cano was actually named after uh, Jackie Robinson. And the reason he wears number 24 is because it's the reverse of number 44. Or, sorry, 42. 42. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing my mind now. Of number 42, Jackie's number. <laughs> and there Willie Mays worked for the Mets. And I think Ricky Henderson may have worked for the Mets. Hold on. So we do yeah. have a fact of the week. Ricky yeah, sort of. The last person to wear it. Yeah, so that would be nice to see number 24 back in the field again for the Mets. Mm-hmm. Cool. And I think both those times uh, did we not go to the World Series? Oh. I know we went to the World Series with Willie Mays in '73. It's meant to be, guys. Yeah. I told you. <laughs> it's gonna happen. She has faith. <laughs> I'm just blind faith. That's what I do. That's the best kind. No, I'm, yeah. I'm feeling good about this coming season if uh, things come together. Feeling good about it. Yeah, we just need to see see what other moves are going to be made and uh, yeah it could be a thumbs up so god it's so it, hard to sound enthusiastic still after today. <laughs> I'm sorry but it does come through my voice I think um, I, I think it does for all of us it's yeah. uh, it's been a tiring stressful day yeah uh, I mean we've like we've waited like everybody in this community since since this community started since there was rumors of this happening yeah. to it actually being announced did you get any it, sleep last night yeah, I slept fine, yeah. I I didn't sleep well. I woke up early, um, a bit like Christmas morning. You know, you just... Oh, yeah, yeah, that is what it kind of felt like when you yeah. got up in the morning. Yeah, that's right, yeah. I was I was sitting out here, I was a little bit nervous, a little bit shaky, and then by the end of it, I was shaking for another reason. But, um, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm sure once the dust has settled, um, MLB will be off the hook still again. If the BBC cover it, and um, they'll be... Zooming in on kids somewhere in the crowd that families <laughs> managed to afford to get there, yeah, uh, and it will just be a huge success. I just hope they do learn their lessons from this and do it a little bit different next year. Well, I th- I think it has to go to a free to air broadcaster if they if they truly want to at least pretend that it's for the growth of the game. It has to go to a free to air broadcaster. I agree, it has to, yeah. So BBC and Major League Baseball get this on. Yeah, get it on. Get it on. Get it done. <laughs> oh, breaking news! It's oh, a... more breaking news. Not yep. for orange no. and blue flashing on the screen. <laughs> no, this, this, this is a um, Mariners breaking news from Ken Ro- Rosenthal. They've pulled out, haven't they? No, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Uh, they will send reliever Juan Nicasio and perhaps another p- pitcher along with shortstop. Oh, bloody hell. Why do they have these names? <laughs> John Segura to the Phillies. Do. For first base, Carlos Santana and shortstop JP Crawford. Sources have told the Athletic. Mm. Hmm. 
There you go. Two lots of breaking news in one go. How good are we? Yeah, and we'll have a whole pile of new Mariner fans with us now. And maybe some Phillies fans while we're at it, you know. Break that news. Dave Shaw will never admit to that. I'm sure he's (laughs) listening. Yeah, he'll be there talking about with his his TV camera and his TV set up in his back room. (laughs) Yeah, yes, well. And you're going to be a star in that, aren't you? Um. Am I? Possibly. Uh, did he not mention about getting you down there to... Uh... Yeah, yes, indeed. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd, I'd love to do that. Maybe we need someone younger, though, a young Mets face. No, no, you're the, you're the face <laughs> of the franchise now. Yeah. You don't want to have an old... <laughs> face of the franchise. Terry, Terry Collins' older brother. You need you need someone, some youth. We need we need a 96-year-old man. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we need veteran experience to lead us here. <laughs> uh, Bartolo of the UK Mets. Oh, yes. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, I like that. That's what you should have on your show, David. <laughs> old sexy. I'll get you one being up for, for London. Oh, I was going to say old spice, but that's got nothing to do with the conversation. <laughs> oh, you just dear. do some free advertising there? Let's do it. It has been a long day. Yeah, other men's perfumey things are available. Fragrances. That's the one. I think we're losing the plot now. Yeah, I think we have. <laughs> I think we all need to get some sleep. I certainly do. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. been a, it's been a long, is, tough one. Have the plot begin with. So I'm going to wrap it up there, guys, before we do go off. <laughs> so even straight back. And I just wanted to say, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at UK Mets Online. And in the bio there, you'll find all of our individual linked. And if you could rate and review the podcast, we'd really appreciate it. Yes, please, somebody rate and review the podcast. Please, 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 pretty please. Even if it's not, I think, off, only if it's good, actually. Yeah, yeah five stars only. Yes. Yeah, we don't accept anything below five stars, sorry. Or bribes. And we, we accept bribes. Oh, yeah, we'll take bribes. We're quite happy, especially London uh, tickets. <laughs> yeah. Hey, anyone can sponsor us. We've got good T-shirts and things, so. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll you go. give you one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't don't forget, guys, uh, you can also catch up with us on our website at www.ukmets.online and feel free to share any pictures and stuff with us that we can put on the website, uh, especially coming up to London next year. Uh, it would be great to get to see the whole community out and about in the London series and so on. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be Mets related. It can just be general baseball related. Exactly, because it's all about one big baseball UK community. Yeah, hashtag MLB UK family. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. It really has been a hot day. (laughs) I'm going to go and have a cup of tea a bit stronger. Yeah. I I would go for something stronger, Joe. Definitely. I'm just after a glass of rum there, so I'll need to go and refill. Good shout. Fantastic. (laughs) For me tonight. Oh, bless. I'm up at 3.45. Ouch. Get to bed. Quick. So, yeah. And please, if you're going to review and rate this, please don't judge it on my performance tonight. Um, my miserable, <laughs> miserable or, tone. Or any of our performances ever. <laughs> I, I like to hope that we're getting better as we go on. It's taken time, but we'll get there. Uh that's where this, this is our spring training. This is what we're doing. This is our winter workouts and spring training. That's it. Well, we've got a whole season to perfect it with. Podcast pennant 2019. Oh, yes. 
And on that note, we're going to say goodbye. So thank you all for bearing with us and uh, listening all the way to the end, if indeed you have. And yeah, well also, done, my God. Yeah. yeah. And, and, um, and we will see you at some point in the new year, unless something major happens again. <laughs> Sending Harper, we'll see you then. Yeah, I promise to cheer up. That will be breaking news. <laughs> and we, if we don't speak to you in the meantime, have a wonderful time off if you're having time off over Christmas. And we'll see you in the spring. Yeah, and tag us in all your Mets related Christmas gifts, guys. Yeah. yeah. And you can buy Christmas gifts, you know, for us. As long as not pants. <laughs> Yeah, we don't want those. <laughs> Joe accepts socks, though. Yeah, Joe likes socks, particularly Mr. Met Bray. <laughs> I'll be gone. <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye. I'll cheer up now. Bye. <laughs>